Coming up on Transformers University, we're going to talk about an oddity from South America that you've probably never heard of. What is it? Well, it's a book full of stickers and strange and interesting Transformers art. And you'll learn all about it right now on Transformers University. Hello, my friend, and welcome to episode number 134 of Transformers University. I am your host, Anthony Brucalli, owner, operator, madman behind TFU.info, the website, the Toy Archive, this podcast, TFU News and Views podcast, and oh, so much more. I want to welcome you to this very special, <laughs> and I say special because it, it's it's certainly uh, not an episode I planned for when launching this podcast, right? But it's one that... Uh, I think it'll be fun. It'll be a nice break from the Japanese uh, Headmasters cartoon, which we still need to finish up. Uh, it's a nice way to, to kind of pull ourselves away and just do something a little bit different. But before that, I do want to give a quick shout out to all of my students on Patreon. Uh, the Patreon students have been uh, very vocal uh, lately, very interactive with what we are doing on this podcast and I do want to read a little bit of our, our feedback from Patreon, especially around episode number 131. A few episodes back, we talked about the Headmaster's cartoon, about two major characters, the city commanders having really bad days. And, you know, uh, Spider Bob over on our Patreon pointed out something that I failed to mention in that uh, when we meet... Uh, Galvatron's plan of becoming basically giant Unicron. I've forgotten one important fact. Let me read you this. The original Japanese made no mention of Unicron because the movie had not been seen in Japan until after Headmasters aired. Uh, Omni Productions added the Unicorn reference themselves, and that is a really good point. So thank you, Spider Bob, on that. Uh, I forgot that, you know, in Japan, and we've mentioned this before, Transformers the movie doesn't come out until, I believe, late 1989 uh, after Victory ends. So there's a lot that happens in their continuity that takes place pre-movie. Technically, everything we've talked about in Headmasters um, is pre-movie in a way. Uh, so, so bizarre. Uh, such a weird timeline. And we'll dive more into that in our upcoming episodes. But for now, we are going to go to Argentina, South America, to check out this one particular sticker album. Uh, from a company called Chromie, C-R-O-M-Y, Chromie. And uh, Chromie is a company that's known for cards and games uh, based out of Argentina and, and sold a lot of product for many years. They were from established in 1983, went all the way through to 1985. They made games for a lot of licensed properties, including uh, Chip and Dale, Airwolf, Mask, Monster in My Pocket. There's even a deck of uh, Transformers cards from 1987, all features uh, various bits of box artwork uh, that we'll also see in this book. Um, and there's actually, if you go on YouTube, there is, if you search Transformers Chromie on YouTube, you'll find two things. The sticker album, there's a couple folks who have, who have gone through that page by page, and the cards. Someone has a deck of cards and gone through it. And uh, it's pretty neat. Now, I don't read Spanish, so I don't know exactly what they say, but uh, just looking at the art in those broken out forms is really, really nice. Now, overall, this book is similar to the Stars book. Uh, that came with the stars set. If you're familiar with that, it does have some uh, Transformers artwork. It has bios. Even some of the layouts here are the same with just the English traded for Spanish. 
And uh, there's a little bit of fiction in here, but it isn't much. It's mostly rehashed uh, stuff from the G1 cartoon and from the G1 kind of backstory. Uh, but and all the art is horizontal spread. So this book is like I don't know how big it is. I've seen I've seen some videos on it, and I'll post one or two in, in the in the show description. The video the book itself is fairly large. It looks like it's eight and a half by eleven, but like on its side. Uh, so it's either that or nine by fourteen. It's it's a pretty large uh, book. But it's not your traditional like Panini sticker book where it's vertical and then the pages turn. These, this is horizontal and the pages turn. It's almost like your phone would be. like I'm, I'm looking at it on an iPad and I've got the iPad in horizontal mode so I can see it. And I know that most of these images are part of a two-page spread. Now, one note about the page numbering. I'm working off of a, a CBR download of this and I'll link that out as well. I'll pop it up on the site so you can follow along. Um, so check the show notes if you do want to follow along because this is some pretty cool stuff. Um, I've gone and looked at some YouTube videos and the pages on the CBR file are a little bit out of order. I thought there was something a little off, but all the pages are there. So I may be covering this somewhat out of order to the actual book, but I'm going to work off the file that I have. Now the cover. Uh, the cover features the 1984 battle art on the right-hand side and Swoop, oddly enough, Swoop's box art on the left-hand side. By the way, before we get further into the book, before we get behind the cover, one thing I do need to point out, this company, Chromie, uh, does not have a TF Wiki page. Uh, it's the first time I've ever gone to TF Wiki to look for something I know existed. Not that I spelled, you know, something I spelled wrong or was trying to figure out the name of, but something I absolutely knew existed and didn't find anything on it. So uh, for all you TF Wiki editors out there, here's your chance. Go out and build the Chromie page. You got at least two entries now. You got the, the book and the cards. All right, now back to the book. Uh, the cover for this book features that battle scene, as I mentioned, in Swoop. And then the first page inside, uh, the first two pages, uh, you have silver foil, Autobot, Decepticon stickers, and, and a shot of Cybertron. Uh, these stickers are very similar to what you would get from, from a company like Panini, uh, where we talked about this in the 1986 uh, Panini sticker album book. Um, but this is kind of cool, this first two-page spread. It starts, top left has Devastator, and bottom left has Beachcomber, and it almost feels like a size chart. And it's, it's the box art, but hollowed out like control art, like you would see in a newspaper ad for uh, the Transformer toys in the 80s. So the, the, the really the, the bare-bones kind of line drawings of these guys. So it's you know Devastator, Megatron, Soundwave. And then a couple of Secret Jets and Astrotrain. And then on the bottom here, we got Beachcomber and Cosmos Warpath. And it's Minibots and then Dinobots and Autobot cars. And then on the second page of the spread, the Decepticons get smaller as they go all the way down to Ravage and Laserbeak. And the Autobots get bigger as they go up from uh, Red Alert to Omega Supreme. It's just kind of a neat, neat way to lay it out. It's the closest thing we have to a size chart that isn't the Sunbow one uh, or ones that fans have manufactured. Now, the next page features Optimus Prime and Inferno bios, much like the Stars book, as I mentioned before. But it also features some artwork. And the artwork is of the Ark fleeing uh, in space, being followed by some Seekers, and then flying Dinobots outside of it. Like I'm pretty sure that is from... Uh, I want to say it's from SOS Dinobots, but it, it, it has... No, it might that might be Wheeljack in the smaller picture. Now that I'm looking at it closely, um, that is from SOS Dinobots when Wheeljack brings Slag Sludge and uh, Grimlock 
to the other Autobots. So some of this artwork is lifted from various places. And Skyfire's in here in vehicle mode. Why? Because he's there flying outside the arc. I guess they needed to explain how all of them got to Earth uh, in a way. And the Sky Spy as well. Um, and then on the next page that I have, and I'm pretty sure this is out of order, is um, based on the poster uh, that we've talked about way, way back. Uh, this G1 poster of Optimus with his fist up and, you know, Hound and Bumblebee f flying off uh, from the underneath and cars in vehicle mode and uh, the Nemesis shooting down the arc. Uh, and it, it's it's the poster, but it's been altered to be stickers. So there's bits that are cut out and then made to be stickers that come on the, that you tack on the back. Um, it, I don't know if it's been redrawn. It almost looks like it's been somewhat redrawn. Uh, it, it's pretty cool, though, uh, just to see this like this. Now, following page, we'll have uh, Autobot Bios. And it's interesting, again, more of the Autobot Bios, Omega Supreme, uh, Beachcomber, Warpath, Cosmos. They're illustrated in their box art in robot mode. And then the sticker is their vehicle mode. Uh, I assume from... Like Cosmos looks like he's from the cartoon. Uh, Warpath looks like he's colored in control art. Um, Beachcomber looks like a photo recolored. And then Omega Supreme, I'm pretty sure, is additional box art of his tank mode. Next page has Perceptor with his red head, uh, as seen, I believe, on the box art, and tracks with a black face and no red details other than the stripes on his wings. Uh, and then Smokescreen and Blaster. And again, the alternate modes for these come from various sources. Blasters is clearly from the cartoon, so is Perceptors. But tracks and Smokescreen are not. Uh, <laughs> they are, I mean, they could be toy photographs colored in and lined up. Uh, it's very, very interesting bits of art. The following two pages have uh, holofoil stickers of uh, one page of Autobots with Optimus, Omega, um, tracks, Slag, Snarl, and Swoop. And smokescreen. The following page after that has uh, Astro Train and Blitzwing, Megatron, uh, Kickback. I always get Kickback and Shrapnel confused in my head. Uh, Soundwave, and then three Constructicons: uh, Scavenger, Mixmaster, and Longhaul uh, as hollows, holo, hologram stickers. This is an interesting combination of folks here. Now, the next page is about, next two page spread really is about transformation and uh, features a page of Autobots, a page of Decepticons, some uh, artwork of uh, frames from the cartoon uh, where we see Bumblebee transforming into his Cybertronian mode and uh, Rumble, the blue one, uh, popping out of Soundwave's tape deck. But then the control art thing down here has like kind of box art looking. All robot modes, and then I don't know if the like the the like the old boxes used to have the transformation on them, right? Like you'd see like Bumblebee in vehicle mode, and then Bumblebee half transformed, and then Bumblebee in robot mode, and that's what this is. It starts at the top of the vehicle mode that has like halfway transformed mode, and then a um, a sticker of the robot mode, and I'm not sure where this art comes from. I think the robot modes for some of them are. Most certainly the box art. But then you get to the Dinobots, and I'm almost, I'm totally not the box art. They, they're straight on, um, straight angle, like I shoot for TFU.info. And uh, for Sludge and Grimlock, um, particularly, that's how they're laid out. And it looks like it's control art from uh, newspaper ads, uh, but colored it. Uh, so this is really the, the one of the more interesting two pieces of pages, two sets of pages. And on the Decepticon side, uh, we've got Skywarp and Starscream, Ravage, Shrapnel, 
and a bombshell. Next page is this beautiful spread of Dinobot box art and Snarl, Slag, and Swoop uh, with alt mode stickers. And again, this gets so weird because Slag's is, it looks like his toy photograph colored in and on a holofoil. And then Swoop is cartoon art, but it is colored incorrectly, I think, because there's a lot more silver and no blue <laughs> on it. And then the weirdest one is Snarl's where he is... To me, it looks like control art from the newspapers, but he superimposed onto a desert landscape that's trying to fit into the desert landscape of the image, and then Rumble, the blue one, in the background uh, with his uh, earth pounders out, uh, trying to cause uh, an earthquake. Uh, it's so, so strange, but it's awesome. Uh, and again, I will put the link to this file in the show notes. Uh, please go and check it out. Following page after that is the 1985 battle scene, which has uh, you know sticker uh, stickers of, of, of the Insecticons and red tracks, uh, along with some other stuff. Uh, you know, it's the famous scene where with Grimlock on it, um, and then down the bottom corner is a cartoon version of, of Slag. Don't know why, but he's there. And see the following two pages. Now I know this is out of order, and this this is where what's kind of. Um, led me to believe pages were either missing or out of order, is there is this scene that takes place in, like, I don't want to say it's Decepticon headquarters because there's an Autobot symbol on the wall, but it's purple. So it could be Autobot headquarters. It could be Decepticon headquarters. But things happening in a particular order make so much more sense. Um, so I'm going to review these pages out of order uh, just because it makes more sense. It starts with Starscream on the left sneaking up on Skyfire and what appears to be Beachcomber, uh, we got a bunch of humans and hard hats at the bottom. There's a big screen that they're watching that is uh, artwork of Unicron being attacked by both Autobots and Decepticons. And I don't know where this Unicron TF uh, movie art comes from, uh, but I will screenshot it and share it out on socials because it's pretty cool looking. And then on the following page, which is the previous page in the, C in the, the file, um, you have Megatron on the ground, uh, same room. It's I don't know if it's meant to be an extension of the room. Uh, we have the Transformers, the movie poster art on one of the screens uh, in sticker form, and that's a four-piece sticker. Uh, we have art for a Decepticon seeker kneeling on the ground, but the art is like made from the control art. And then one of the stickers is Skyfire. And I say Skyfire because it is the cartoon artwork with smoke coming out of his chest as if he's just been shot. Transformer fans, get used to seeing that. I'm not spoiling anything that might be coming out next month, but maybe I am. And <laughs> there, there is just a lot going on here. But, I mean, this the graphic, almost dead Skyfire sticker. Imagine being a kid and getting that. You're like, oh, I got the dead Skyfire sticker. Um, plus a bunch of hard hat humans, um, which has got to be like the lamest stickers to get when you're opening a pack. Um so yeah, so that's those pages. And the following pages after that have Decepticon bios, uh, and those are the next three page entries. Um, same thing kind of with the Transformer, or the Autobot ones. Uh, you know, you have weird mixes of box art, control art, cartoon art. Uh, Thrust, Long Haul, Mixmaster, Scavenger, uh, Laserbeak, Ravage, Soundwave, Megatron, and then also Astrotrain, Blitzwing, Kickback, and Ramjet. And I'm certain these are out of order. So uh, don't take my word from this. Uh, these pages are totally not lined up correctly. I, and then following page after that 
1986 box artwork, the one that was on all the lunchboxes with uh, Metroplex and Hot Rod racing out, even though he's in robot mode on the ground as well, uh, and and Scamper and a version of Six Gun. Um, this this sticker page is is this art has always been pretty cool in my head, um, but yeah. So this one is is here, and then the next page I have is. Uh, the page that's called Two Colossus, um, and it is a multi-layer sticker. It's like the entire page, and each one, it's it's Omega Supreme and Devastator, but it is a 15-sticker collage, and the 16th, the top left corner, is actually broken out, uh, so it doesn't actually combine with the other stickers, and that's Jetfire, and I say Jetfire because that is Jetfire. It is not Skyfire. It is the... Macross Valkyrie uh, vehicle mode, uh, and it is flying at uh, these two. The other cool thing is the backdrop on this is Cybertron, and there are two Tetra Jets in the background. One is uh, grayish black uh, firing lasers, and the other is green. So we have a spotting of Acid Storm in the backdrop of this book. Finally, we get back to, uh, speaking of those those folks, we, we get to the more than meets the eye uh, introduction page, uh, you know, the Autobots and Cybertron at the very beginning, uh, up through the battle uh, on the uh, on the arc, and then the the crashing of the arc and, and the Autobots on Earth are spread throughout some of these pages. And in between, and I don't know exactly where this lands in the rest of the book, and I should probably go look at the YouTube videos, uh, but there is a story here involving... Uh, Chromie's own uh, cartoon characters. Um, there's, I, I don't read Spanish, and so I'm not going to attempt to translate this, but it looks like they, they superimposed Chromie, and Chromie, I think, is a character because it's this little head with a slingshot. He has his slingshot and feet, and a, he's a big C. He's shaped like a C, like the logo. And he's running around with various friends of his. Uh, they they kind of just drew these over cell, <laughs> cell art from the show. And uh, there he is. And um, they have a little adventure uh, in the Autobot base, uh, running away from the Autobots, it looks like. Um, and then, like I said, we get some more more than meets the eye stuff. But here we also get a, a group art scene. I'm not sure where this art all comes from. Some of it is box art. There is Blue Blue Streak, and there is uh, Skywarp, and uh, Shrapnel, and Frenzy, the red one, even though he's black. Um, and Starscream, and those are all kind of normal. And this a shot of the arc taking off, and it looks like they're on the moon. And there's a drawn picture of Bombshell that I think comes from the Find Your Fate Junior books. Um, and then there's also this really bizarre sticker of Thundercracker flying at us, and he has pink hands, like he's the light blue cartoon colors, but his hands are totally like bright pink. Um, it's, it's, and he's in the sticker on the other page next to it and his hands are black. So, um, really, really bizarre combination of art, but, uh, very unique, very unique. And plus blue, blue streak in an official book. Finally, we get the ret and this is the end of the, the story, the Autobots, uh, fighting on the oil platform in more than meets the eye. And then we have some more images of the Autobots on the platform in more than meets the eye and the. Bottom corner of this features some art from 1987 because we're in 1988. Um, and this is, again, a strange combination. The art itself is chrome dome and hardheads, um, not hardheads, highbrows, box art. And they are standing on what appears to be like a cliff, a rock cliff uh, that you would see generally in like a G1 cartoon. And then behind them is um, Snarl and Jazz 
transforming from their box art or control art. Um, so it's a weird combination of characters because I don't think you'll ever see these four characters all together at the same time. And I don't think you'll ever see Snarl and Jazz with Chrome Dome and Highbrow in a Generation 1 context, in, in a pre you know, Dreamwave or pre, uh, yeah, late 90s context. Uh, so it's really interesting to see that here. And then finally on the back of this book, at the very end of this book, we have uh, an included checklist, which is actually really neat. I've never seen that in a sticker book. Uh, there's Control Art of Snarl here. Um, but there is a checklist of the stickers, and it's just numbered 1 through 227. And you mark it off as you fill in your pages. Um I don't think I've ever seen a sticker book do that. And it's so smart. It's just a great use of a page. And then finally on the back, uh, we have an ad for something called Nerfles. And uh, this looks to be uh, Nerf balls in a little human body. And I, I look as I'm looking at these, and I guess they fire out. Uh, there's a spring load on the back, maybe. They remind me, I had little Mad Ball guys that did this. And I wonder if these are just ported over uh, Mad Balls. But they do have like... Uh, clothes and they have noses, but it's a very similar concept where uh, you stack the the Nerf person onto like the Mr. Potato Head feet, and that's it. And that is the Chromie Argentina art book. So my thoughts on this is as we've gone through it, it's it's a very interesting book. It's very interesting to see some of this art juxtaposed together because they don't belong together. Cartoon art, control art, um, box art. There's all different pieces of G1 Transformers history hanging out together, and that you don't normally see that in, in an official piece of media. So what to do next? I would say go to my show notes. Check out this book for yourself. I'll put a CBR file in there. Uh, if you don't have a CBR reader, don't worry. You probably have a way to open it at the very least. CBRs are just glorified zip files. Uh, so if you have a zip, uh, zip extractor on your computer, you can right-click on it and uh, extract it. Or you can always just change the file type to zip or RAR, R-A-R, and those will allow you to read it. I will say that um, if you really want to look through these, like I said, check out YouTube, search Chromie, C-R-O-M-Y, uh, and Transformers, and there should be a few that come up. Uh, again, I'll include a couple of links in the show notes uh, so that you don't have to do all the legwork. You just tap or click and be where you need to be and that will do it for this chromie book now what are we going to do uh next episode well I have to stick around and find out thanks for listening to the show stick around to hear what's coming up next episode but first i want to fill you in on a few ways you can stay in touch with the show want to be on the show leave us a voicemail at 702-763-4838. That's 702-POD-4TFU. Or send an email to info at tfu.info. Be sure to catch us on Twitter at TFU underscore info and on Facebook and Instagram under the username TFU info, all one word. Also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TFU info, where we post all of our podcasts, plus special video segments, reviews, and live coverage of Transformers-related events such as New York Toy Fair and New York Comic Con. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please visit us at www.tfu.info, the world's longest-running transforming toy archive. Thank you again so much for joining me on episode 134 of Transformers University. Next time on the show, episode 135, we're not going back to Japan just yet. We're in 1988, and you've been waiting a long time for me to do one of these, I'm sure of it, because uh, it's been a while since we've done 
one for 1987, and we've only done a handful of these, but we're going to talk toys. We're going to talk the toys from 1988 on the Autobots side of the equation. So, next time on the show, 1988 Autobots. It was a big year. It was an important year. There's so much cool stuff to cover, from Power Master Optimus Prime uh, to Power Masters, Sparkabots with the beginnings of the Pretenders. Uh, so much, so much to go over, and we'll do that in episode 135. Until then, you can catch me on social media. You can find me on Twitter, still calling it that, at TFU underscore info. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Threads, Blue Sky, Mastodon, uh, just about any social media. You should find me as TFU info, all one word. And of course, on the web at www.tfu.info. Once again, thank you for joining me on this program. I hope I've entertained you today. And until next time, I'm your host, Anthony Bercali, owner, operator, madman behind TFU.info. See ya. It's very fun to see some of this art um, juxtaposed. Let's do it again. It's very interesting to see some of this art juxtaposed 